1: but we'll retire by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to the dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know.
0: Thank you. Hola. Today, Retire There returns to Mexico. This time to Ajijic, a city in the Lake Chapala region. Lake Chapala is Mexico's largest lake and its region is considered to have the largest concentration of expats in the world. According to internationalliving.com, the area consists of approximately 20,000 expats and the number increases to about 40,000 in the winter. Most of those expats are retired. A major draw is the weather, which many expats describe as perfect. They say it never gets too hot or too cold, in part due to its 5,000 foot elevation. It's said to have phenomenal views, which consist of both the lake and emerald green mountains. Ajijic doesn't just have natural beauty. Everywhere you look in the city, there seems to be color. Street art is everywhere. The walls and doorways of restaurants and shops are vividly painted with scenes of Mexico. Even the sidewalks and light poles are decorated. All in all, the place seems magical.
1: Today's guest is Karen Blue. She's known as Blue. Blue was born in Montana, spent her first seven years in Minnesota, then her family moved to the Silicon Valley of California. Only at that time, it was full of fruit orchards. She holds a BS in business management and has had at least seven careers ranging from information systems to business-to-business to business direct marketing to vice president of an international software service organization. At the age of 52, Blue escaped corporate life in Silicon Valley to retire and write in Ajijic. Over the years, Blue has written hundreds of articles on moving to and living in Mexico, and two books. The first was Midlife Maverick, Women Reinventing Their Lives in Mexico. And the second is called Baby Boomers Reinvent Your Life in Mexico. The Baby Boomers book is dedicated to those baby boomers who choose to fill their retirement years with passion, purpose, and potential, wherever they may live. Lou sits on three different boards. It's her way of giving back to the community. In addition to reading and writing, she spends time line dancing, playing bridge and scrabble, as well as a myriad of other card and board games, traveling, cooking for Casa, that's Culinary Art Society of ahihi and simply enjoying the weather, culture, fundraising events, and social activities, which abound at Lakeside. She believes that the Lake Chapala area is perhaps the best place in the world for a single woman to live. You know, a lot of people, a lot of women have asked us that question. So we we do want to talk to you about that. Yeah.
0: So Blue raised two children as a single parent since they were six and 18 months old. Her children are now grown and she has one grandson. Welcome to Retire There, Blue. Before you tell us about your journey to Ahihik, let's talk about that famous weather. Today, January 15th, 2022, it's 15 degrees in Brooklyn at 10 a.m. What's the temperature in Ajijic, and why do so many people retire there because of the weather?
2: Well, those are two very different questions. The temperature now we're in our we're in our cold period, but still during the day when the sun comes out, it gets up into the low 70s. At <laughs> night, it can get down to the high 40s. It's much nicer than where you are. Yeah, <laughs> the I'll sun bet. is shining right now. <laughs> And yeah. you don't typically need jackets in the middle of the afternoon, just in the morning and the evening. Okay. And and then in the, the hottest weather is in April, May. And I normally, pre-COVID, like to get out of here and go on a cruise somewhere because I don't like the hot weather. And that's up in the 80s. But again, it's in the afternoon. It cools off at night and it's cooler in the morning. So we don't have... We don't have central air conditioning or central heating down here. We just don't need it. Nice. A fan works fine in the hot weather and a little portable heater, which I haven't even put on this year. Um, in fact, I just read yesterday that December here in Ajijic was the warmest December on record. Yeah, it, That's part of probably the, the climate climate change. And stuff oh, like yeah. That. oh, yeah. Oh so yeah. I haven't needed that little space heater at all. So but that's what was good the second to know. question. Why do people come here? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Why does the weather draw them there? Well,
2: according to, what was that magazine? National Geographic, supposedly, this is the second best climate in the world. The first one's somewhere in Africa, and I don't remember where. So, yes, a lot of people that live up in the cold country, we have a lot of Canadians come down during the winter. Yeah, I think the weather draws them. The other main reasons are lower cost of living. What's come up recently, because I've been down here 26 years Wow. wow! And so the reasons when I came down, we didn't really have internet. We didn't have email was a long distance telephone call. <laughs> Things are really different. Now we had one traffic light. Now we've probably got 15 traffic lights <laughs> and we have a lot more traffic. So the reasons that people come here have been different over the time. And now we're getting more people that have learned that they can work at home. So they're coming down here to work at home and people are coming down because they don't like the way that the Elderly are being treated up in in, in the States. They can't get jobs past 55. They're they're trying to be eased out of the workforce and younger, less expensive employees moved in. So you have people starting to retire a little younger because they can afford to down here because they're going to have to live on that retirement money for more years now. Right, 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 right. Yeah, if they retire young, like I retired at 52 and I had to figure out, do I have enough money until my social security kicks in? That was a lot of spreadsheets to try and and figure that out. Some are coming down with children, too. And I think that's hmm. partly now because of the political climate up there. There there are a lot of not nice things going on. And people are looking for a simpler. I was looking for a simpler life. Most people that would come down here or go to any expat community are a little bit more adventurous. Uh, they look forward to change. They look forward to new things. People that like things to stay the same all the time, they're not good fits for an expat <laughs> community.
0: Right. So when you were um, 52 and you decided that you wanted to retire outside the United States, there must have been an abundance of choices, yes? No. No. Okay. Tell us how you chose, how where you chose.
2: Okay. I wanted to retire because I was working 80-hour weeks. I had my own company. it was making good money, but I had no balance in my life. I had no time for me. It was all work. And so I really decided that I wanted to retire early for that reason, to put some balance in my life, to have some fun, to protect my health. Because when all you do is work, your chances of getting sick are, are bigger. You you could delete most of this, but it's a funny story. I went up to my mom's in Idaho for a week of R&R while I was debating. My my financial guy said, there's no way you can retire in Silicon Valley blue. You don't have enough money. My friends didn't want me to go. But if I did retire, what was I going to do? Go to the old folks home and play bingo? Because all of my friends were working. So anyway, I was up there and I had this dream. And I pay a lot of attention to dreams and dreams make my my big decisions. And I had this word in the dream called enclave. I didn't know it. Consciously, So I looked it up in the middle of the night, and it's enclave or enclave, mm-hmm. one cultural group surrounded by another, like Chinatown in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that is really, really weird. And when I get home, I have a stack of mail, and one of them is a complimentary issue of international living, which you mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. And the headline was Lake Chapala, an enclave of American retirees. Oh, <laughs> wow they had and yes goose goosebumps right yeah, and yeah. they had their first ever retire in mexico conference in guadalajara 2 weeks hence wow so i immediately got on the phone and signed up for it and came down fell in love and the rest as they say is history so no i didn't look at other options. I, I did talk to people who had done a lot of research and had spreadsheets about all, you know, Thailand yeah. you mentioned earlier and all these yeah. other places, but yeah. of course we're 30 minutes from an airport here. I can get home in four hours, although home is here now. It's not up California. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it just, it, it fit into place and and I, I loved, I loved the place. I loved the community. I love the culture.
1: Great. So, so you lo- loved it as soon as you got there.
2: As soon as I got here, and what I have found out, because as you mentioned, I've done hundreds of interviews over the years mm-hmm. for for the books and the articles I've written, um, I find that most people know within three days whether this is for them or not. Wow! wow. Three days? Interesting. They say I love it. I felt like I lived here in a prior life. Um, it was synchronicity that led me down here. Um, or they say, "Man, this is not for me. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not going to live. You know, I'm not going to live in in this." Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Environment. Yeah. Um, it may take them longer to figure out where down here they want to live. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't encourage people to buy a house three days after they got here like I did. Right. right. <laughs> 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 OK, that was definitely
0: synchronicity. So so, Blue, I recently retired. And in your Baby Boomers book, which struck a chord with me, you state people who have lived a structured, purposeful, and often challenging work life sometimes find that they're lost in the unstructured life of retirement. Without purpose and meaning through part-time work or leisurely or charitable pursuits, retirement may not be what they had hoped. Living in Mexico isn't for everyone, but then neither is traditional retirement. Would you care to elaborate on that statement for our
2: audience? Um, I'd forgotten that I'd written that, but I, I still believe in that. I think that that's true. I've seen many, and in, and this is okay. It's a generalization, but it's true. Mostly it's men that have the trouble adapting to a retired life hmm. because women have um, always multitasked. You know, they've raised kids, they've played nurse, they've played teacher. I mean, not necessarily career wise, but mm-hmm. they have a group of women friends and they share their lives and their feelings and their emotions. And so it's much easier for them to fit in down here because there's the kinds of people that come down here are those kinds of people. They're adventurous people. They're people that are looking for new new activities. They're people that want to volunteer. They want to make a difference. They want to do something that they didn't have time to do when they were working, but they're passionate about doing. So you've got that mix of people. I'm going to I'm going to pop back to another question that you almost asked about a, being a, a good place for a single woman, not because they're looking for a man. I don't I didn't mean that. Right. No, no, no. I we mean, didn't because think so we can find any activities that we're interested in down here, whether it's, you know, playing poker or raising orchids or volunteering or whatever. You put a notice up on the board at Lake Chapala Society. I did that when I got here. I want to play Scrabble. Okay. Now there are a lot of Scrabble players. As long as you know what you're interested in and don't sit at home behind the computer all day long and get out Mm -hmm. and meet people and do things. It's a it's a it's a great way to retire. And I think up home, a lot of people end up, okay. so they play tennis all day or they play golf all day and there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. They read all day. Right. But down here, you have so many options where up there you might need to drive an hour and a half to get to a group that's doing yoga or here. It's a 10 minute walk. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's. It's a community that I don't, I can't believe exists anywhere else in the world. This community. So
0: Hmm. nice to hear. Yeah, that's interesting. Let's talk about the cost of living in terms of real estate. What is the rental price range or purchase? How would you? uh, How much can you purchase a house or condo for? You know, things like that. And
1: and has it gone up dramatically since you uh, purchased?
2: Well, I've I've had two homes down here. Okay. Uh, The first one I had for twelve years and. It was uninhabitable when I bought it, but it was wow. in one of the nicest neighborhoods. So I had it totally gutted, new electricity, new plumbing, new mm. kitchen, new bathroom, you know, the walls wow. stood. And that was that was about it. I like that. And I got that for a song and I sold it for a lot more. But of course, I put a lot of money into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. The, the home prices have gone up here. The, the cost of living has gone up here as it probably has where you are too. Almost anybody I talk to anywhere up north, they're saying the same thing. I mean, I know Randall's in California are almost unaffordable now. Oh,
1: it's, it's oh, ridiculous. So, yeah.
2: And then you've got all the property tax on top of that. Whereas our property tax down here is maybe my house. I'll tell you what I paid for my house, this current one. I paid $289 mm-hmm. and it's three bedrooms, although I make it two bedrooms and an office, two baths, and it's got a beautiful view, and it's in a gated community. Did I say I paid 289 for it? Yeah, yeah. It might yeah. be worth, that was 14 years ago. It might be worth close to 400,000 now.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: I'm not sure because I haven't put it on the market and right, I haven't right. really, yeah. you know, yeah. really researched that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it, but it is in a desirable area. And when you talk about cost of living, it's really hard because there are so many areas here. Their costs are so different from each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <sighs> you, mean do you have car, do you have pets? Do you have a view? Do you have a swimming pool? Do you have whatever? I have friends that rent one and two bedroom apartments that they rent for about, I would say that depending on where you go, like Tepala is cheaper than ahihik mm-hmm. You could probably find a one bedroom place for 450 at the very low end, um, up to 800 to a thousand dollars for maybe a two bedroom, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. But again, location Means a lot in terms of the costs. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the so, numbers that you just quoted,
0: just at the outset, seem higher than many other parts in Mexico. So that's that's good for us to know. There must be so much more to to offer in
2: Ajijic. Oh, there is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we've gone through that. The weather, the yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. no. I, and, I, I and heard you. Yeah, we've got. Anything you want to, we've, we've even got a Walmart down here, which didn't make a lot of us very happy, but we've got Guadalajara that's an hour away. So you could get anything you want there. I mean, Costco. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So it, it is, and, and it's what, four hours to the beach, if you want to go to the beach. Right. Okay. It's it's a great place to travel from. Right. And because we do have some gated communities, those people that travel a lot, they like to leave their house when it's empty in a gated community. They feel it's safer than, you know, just downtown somewhere.
0: Yeah. Is your area walkable in terms of, you know, do you need a car or what's that like?
2: Well, if you talk about my specific little neighborhood, Mm -hmm. I am about 1.3 miles from downtown. I need a car. I have a back problem. I cannot walk that much. Um, but I've had people sharing my home at different times that do either walk into town or take the bus or taxis are cheap. I don't want to live in the village because it's too noisy for me. I'm a light sleeper. So I like the <laughs> quiet of being outside. Mm-hmm. But different strokes for different sure, folks. Sure. sure,
1: sure yeah. And how is the public transportation?
2: It's very good. The buses ah. run about every 15 minutes. I mean, they're old buses mm-hmm. and, you know, sometimes it's crowded, especially, you know, during during certain holiday times. And and when Guadalajarans are down here on the weekends and uh, they come down for the lake and the picnics and the family get togethers. And the I mean, when you on the weekends, you go to the plaza or you go down to the Malacon, which is like the boardwalk. It's really great. You see just tons of Mexican families, you know, grandparents and grandkids. And you also see a lot of gringos down there, too you know, taking their walk and there's hiking paths up the mountains for those hikers. So I, I guess my bottom line is, is there's something for everyone? I, I guess if you're a big fisher fisherman, that's, this is probably not the best place. And there are probably a couple of other things that I can't think of right off the top of my head that, you know, there are better places to go if that's what you want to do with your retirement.
0: Where is the nearest international airport?
2: It's uh, Guadalajara airport. It's about 30 minutes away. Oh, great. Great.
0: And you get direct flights there, I guess, to the U.S. Yep. or
2: OK. Yeah, I get like well, my, my my son lives in um, California. There's a direct flight to Oakland. Mm-hmm. My daughter lives in Seattle. There's a direct flight to Seattle. There oh, are nice. direct flights to Florida. There are direct flights to Chicago. There, you know, yeah. I don't wow. know where all they're.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. But sure. Yeah. That's perfect. That's
2: perfect. It's an international airport. It's not just a small airport.
0: Yes, yes. I didn't even realize it was so and, close. That's good to know.
1: And you mentioned the locals. Are, are they welcoming? Yes. To expats? Oh, they yes. are.
2: They are here. And I know that that's not true in every expat community, sure. but in this one, it is. And I think part of the reason for that is that because we're here in, in, in such big numbers, we provide work for them that they make more money being a maid or a gardener or a carpenter or a, you know here working for us than they would be able to working for the Mexicans in other communities and we also do a lot of volunteer work and we also um invest in um You know, like rebuild, I think our little theater, don't quote me on this, but I think it's been here probably 60 years now. It's the longest running English little theater. And of course, it's had to be revamped and we've had to, you know, put money into doing that. And so I think that we enjoy the Mexicans and they're treated well. Yeah. Some of the newer people coming down sometimes. Annoy me and annoy other people because they expect everything to be like it was back home, and it's not.
1: Yeah.
0: That's such a problem. Yeah,
1: yeah. They, they're yeah. a guest in the country, and they should act like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Right. It's like, well, why why aren't you speaking English to me? <laughs> Well, do you know what country you're in?
0: (laughs) I'm so glad you just said that because that was one of the questions I had, you know, because it's such a large expat community. Is there any interest in learning Spanish? You know, have you found that uh, many people resist in learning the language because they don't really have to?
2: I'm going to say yes and no to that one. I mean, there are a lot of um, opportunities for learning the language here. Myself, I've probably in my 26 years, I've probably spent 500 hours learning Spanish and like... Five hours a day, five days a week, intensive, nice. mm-hmm. and not necessarily all right here in this mm-hmm. town, but in Guadalajara in Oaxaca and um, other places. But because I don't have to use it very much, I'm still not fluent. I'm not yes. excellent at it. I can right. get by. I can make a phone call to the gas company and say, I need you to come out and fill up my gas tank and My maid night, I I try and speak Spanish with my maid. Mm. But for the most part, if you're in a restaurant, the waiters speak English. If you're in a shop, they speak enough English to sell their products. But if you get outside of this little area, then you really do need to know more Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. You know, okay. to ask for directions and to be able to understand that. Right. But there are a lot of people that it's hard to learn a new language when you're in your 60s and 70s and yep. 80s. It's yep. really much harder than it was when you were 90. Oh or 10 yeah. Or 20.
0: Of course, of course. Right.
2: Some people are really committed to it. And some people just say, I don't need it. Yes and no is the answer to that. Gotcha.
0: If we could just move back a moment to the cost, what do the basic costs look like for internet service or utilities and where you are?
2: Okay. I don't pay a lot of attention to that, but um, (laughs) let me see. I just got my electric bill and the electric bill comes out every two months and it was 800 and something pesos. So that's about $40. So that's $20 a month. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, gas prices have continued to go up. I think the last time I filled my tank, it was like 1,800 paces, which would be about $90, and that lasts for about three months.
1: Wow. Huh.
2: Okay. It, that's just a data point, right? Now, a yeah. lot of people down here have gone to solar, and so their electric bill is zilch,
0: Yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah. That's what we want to do. Mm-hmm.
2: I did the math on that at one time, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, and, and decided that um, it didn't it didn't pay for me to invest in solar because I didn't have a swimming pool and so I didn't have really high electric costs. Mm, good point. If you do, then it may make sense. You may recover your investment in solar in a few years. Mine looked like it was going to be 10 to 12 years and I wasn't sure I was gonna be around then. Mm. <laughs> 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 That's funny.
0: Gotcha, gotcha.
2: Okay. Um since what other utilities? Oh. Well, like I say, again, we don't have central heating, we don't have central air conditioning. Right. So, so that, our that right there is those big yeah. utility bills are are lower than what you guys would be paying, for instance. Sure. And,
1: sure. and how's the internet service? Is internet it
2: service has just gotten better in the last year or two. We've just gotten a higher speed. Um, and we have three different providers now where we used to just have one provider. And my download speed at that time was still better than a lot of people's, but it was 10. Uh, oh,
0: what do you MPS? call it? Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. And now it's
2: about almost forty because okay. they've upgraded and given us. Um, well, that's quite a, a difference. Yeah, called the fiber optics. We've yeah. got fiber optics now. Cool. So, okay. Um, yeah, and for for anything that I need, that's more than enough.
0: Yeah, and that's really important, right? Because we have so many digital nomads and people moving around to will continue to work from home or can live anywhere in the world and and work from home. So every country must recognize us at this point in, in this era.
2: And property taxes is something else too. It's nothing. $200 a year.
0: Nice.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> my, when I first got here, it was $50 a year. You know, it's yeah. quadrupled in
1: That's incredible. years.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's your
1: real estate tax you're talking about. That's your real right. estate tax. Oh right. my goodness. Yeah. That's incredible. That's wonderful. Right.
0: And, and groceries, um, what are, they, they're probably much better prices where you are, right?
2: Probably. Again, I don't pay a lot of attention. I mean, I put the groceries in the car. I, now I give them my credit card. Before it was always cash, but now some of the places take credit cards. I know that inflation has raised the price in the last, year. during COVID, inflation has raised the price of groceries, but I don't pay a lot of attention and say, what did eggs cost a year ago, and what do they cost now? I just don't do that. Now we've got the fresh fruits and vegetables all the time in all of the markets that are very reasonable priced. I mean, it's wonderful, except we don't have rhubarb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, not a problem for me. (laughs) So, and then the other thing too, that I think you, I I mentioned to you the last time you should ask me about this is is about uh, what if you don't like to cook? Yeah,
0: yeah, right, right. I love that question. Okay.
2: I don't like to cook a lot. Every once in a while, I'll do a, an instant pot full of something that maybe makes eight meals and I'll give some of them away and I'll freeze some of them. But th- like there's a, an ex-chef here that started business out of her own home and she's excellent. And every week she comes out with a menu of 20 or 30 items and you can buy them. And they're they're like 80 to 100 pesos each, so four to five dollars. And wow. for me, because I'm not a big eater, one of those pints... And most of the stuff is frozen that you get. She'll do a, a fresh salad and a dessert, but most of the stuff is, is frozen. Soups and stews and ham, uh, oh, nice. meatloafs and things like that. And she'll deliver them or you can go pick them up wow. just on Tuesday. So my freezer has several of those in it. And when I don't feel like cooking, I just take one of them out. And that's dinner for a couple of times. That's so nice. Yeah.
1: A lot of people say when they move to Mexico, they eat healthier. Did you find that the case?
2: There there are healthier opportunities here. Right. So whether they take advantage of them or not, like in the Tiangus, which is the outdoor market, you know, we have three different communities close by. They're on three different days. We have, oh, we have a huge organic market once a week. Oh, I and in there, it's it's really a huge, huge building for the people that uh, shop there do it because they really want the organic foods but there's a lot of homemade foods there too i mean whether you want salmon or whether you want potato salad or whether you want whatever it is you can pretty much find it to go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not not to eat there but to take home
0: sure sure So yeah you don't
2: you don't need to cook down here okay
0: what about the restaurants tell us what you think about the restaurants in the area i mean obviously pre-covid or or even now
2: i i, I feel so blessed to live here because we have restaurants of almost any cuisine any nationality you want really certainly during covid i mean some of that changed and i still don't eat inside but practically all of the restaurants except for the really really tiny ones have outside eating areas Mm -hmm. so i will go to a restaurant and eat outside you know especially now since we've been vaccinated yeah you name it and it's it's down here and and they're they're good quality, good food, good waiters, good presentation, some beautiful presentations. So, right. and you can also go to the little street stands and get tacos, right? For mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Oh
1: right, yeah,
0: right, right. <laughs> yeah. So let's move to a, a very important question, which is healthcare. Um, you know, we we've interviewed a lot of folks from around the world and mostly the the U.S. people need to or wish to move out because of the expensive, expensive health care, uh, especially those who are pre like You're talking, yourself, about,
1: you're talking about Medicare, 65.
0: Those who are primarily retiring in their early 50s or even earlier. Um, what What are they faced with?
2: OK, well, that's a two part question for me, too. One part is the care. Okay, the care is excellent. We have, in the last few years, they've built three hospitals down here before that. Oh. We just had clinics and had to go up to Guadalajara for the hospitals. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those specialist doctors will come down here Lakeside for one or two days a week and be here for the Lakeside community. So we don't need to travel up to Guadalajara.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and And like I say there, specialists, they're experts. The care is wonderful. Um you can and the cost of a the cost of going to a doctor for a visit, I would say it ranges from twenty-five dollars to fifty dollars.
1: Wow. Yeah, That's nice. great.
2: Oftentimes the doctor will actually take you up into Guadalajara and stay there with you if it's if it's in a surgery or or something that is necessary. So the doctors down here and even the vets that will some of them will make house calls. I'm not saying all of them do, but it, to me, it's a blessing that you know, you know we've got that care down here. Now, insurance is another matter. I have private insurance that was very affordable when I moved down here 26 years ago when I was 52. And now it is outrageously expensive that I am 77. It's just gone up every year, every year. And so that's a really big, big part of my budget. They do have free hospital care down here, which is not very good. And and if I had to do it over again, this might be a point. If I had to do it over again and was moving down here at 50 or 60, I would self-insure. I would just put all of that cost of insurance money away in a special account because the costs are affordable down here. I I wish more people would do that. It's hard. When people ask me about insurance, I say, talk to everyone you know down here, talk to everyone you don't know, find out what they're doing, find out if they're happy, find out because there are so many options and so many... Some people love what they've got and some people
0: hate it. Yeah. There's really no excuse these days. There's so much research and data available that you could be armed well in advance to to make such moves. It's important that to note or repeat that there were three hospitals newly built. So that's amazing. And that mm-hmm. speaks to really Ahihig uh, and uh, it's good good to know. Very good to know. Okay. So in terms of just finding a primary care physician versus the catastrophic needs, is is that something that's easily attainable?
2: Yes, absolutely. There's lots of them down here. Again, it's like the doctors, it's like contractors, it's like anything else. Do your homework, you know, talk to a lot of people and see who's happy with that doctor and who's not. You're going to get opinions on both sides. It would be true where you live too, except that you're such a, a big place and here it's a small community and people talk and they post things on forums, right? right? Okay. So you get a you get a new restaurant and the first people that go in there post their experience on a forum. If it wasn't good, the restaurant's in trouble because thousands of people have seen that review that live here
0: right 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 right, right.
2: same same is true with doctors I belong to a I'll I'll call it a forum for lack of anything else but it turns out there's about 300 of us women not all single just women and it's like a support group and so I can post and say has anyone had experience with a good uh, foot doctor Hmm. and I'll get three or four responses right away and what we've decided in this group is no negative responses will be posted. You can contact the person privately and say, I had this negative experience. Okay. But only positive comments go on this forum. That um, sounds
0: like a great resource for... It um, is. For what what it is what's, uh, what is that? Is that on Facebook or what is the name of it?
2: No, it's it's actually, it, we used to be on Yahoo and then they stopped the groups. Mm-hmm. It's on something called .io. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, I get a... A digest every day of what people have posted, and it's kind of like, okay, what hours are they going to be open for booster shots? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And somebody always knows the answers to all of these questions, and it's yeah. especially helpful for new people coming down. Right, right, right. As is the Lake Chapala Society. Have you okay. read about that? We looked a little bit, a about little it, bit, but no. Okay, and that's been down here also for about sixty years. It was donated by Neil. Doesn't matter who, but she donated the the property. In exchange for being taken care of in her old age and with conditions that we would continue to do art programs for the Mexican children and English programs for the Mexican people. And it's also a a place that has an information desk that's open every day except Sunday. Yeah. And you can just go down there and ask all the questions as a newcomer. I, I have volunteered down on the information desk many times. So, nice. you know, I, I, I think it's just a, a wonderful resource for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will ask the kind of questions you're asking. Right. And there'll be someone there to answer those questions. And if they don't have the answer, they'll get the answer.
1: Right. 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 Okay. I want to move on. the. I know the pace is, I've read the pace is very slow down there. Do you consider that a positive or a negative?
2: I consider it a positive.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, when I when I came down, I had two goals. One was to never have another goal, and one was to never let pantyhose touch my legs again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I stopped. I that kept years the ago. second one. But because <laughs> I got involved with publishing an online magazine and books and stuff, of course, I did have goals. But my whole life was fast and goal-oriented. And down here, I like things just to I like it to be experiential. I don't like to have my calendar booked all the time. I like to have um, the opportunities to take advantage of something new that comes up. And making friends is so easy down here because people aren't working, for the most part. They have time. They've left their families and support systems when they came down to an expat community. I like the slower pace, right? People. A lot of people prefer to walk rather than drive. I don't have that option right now because of my back. Yeah, it's just... And I, if I am downtown and I meet somebody, they say, Are you doing anything for lunch? I've not planned to meet them. Just mm-hmm. walk by and said, oh, hi, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, you want to stop and get a coffee or go out to lunch? It's spontaneous. But so this? spontaneous isn't necessarily fast or slow, but it's it's an open-ended way of living for me. And I like it a lot better than when you've got your calendar booked with business things and social things mm-hmm. and you're on the move all the time.
1: Mm-hmm. No. Right.
0: Yeah. You're talking to a woman who used to work 80 hours a week. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. so what do you think? <laughs> does, does the slow pace become a problem when you need something fixed in your house though?
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> called the manana. <laughs> yes, we've heard. <laughs> it is really difficult for type A personalities to come down here and get adjusted to the manana. <laughs> um, but once you understand the culture and you understand the reasons for it, when I first, when I first got down here and I told you I had to redo my whole house, right? So when I moved in, there was a mattress on the floor, two bar stools and a refrigerator. And I was waiting for workmen to come and finish it. And they were supposed to come at nine and didn't show up until the next day, not even that same day. (laughs) And I'd be sitting there with no television, no telephone, nothing and waiting. And yes, it was frustrating. And if they say, they have this little sign here that just means momentito, right? Just in a minute. I now ask, is that like five minutes or one hour or tomorrow? <laughs> oh, it could be. It could be any of those.
1: Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Although I would say in the more recent years, um, the better workmen, work women, whatever, they know that that when you make an appointment with us, we really like you to keep it, <laughs> and so they're doing better about maybe calling and saying. I can't. But maybe the reason he couldn't before was because his cousin's child slipped and broke her ankle and he needs to go take her into Guadalajara to sure, see sure. a doctor. Yeah. Well, that's more important than getting my plumbing fixed. I'll tell you for them, their values, their values are family first, religion second, friends and way down at the bottom are work and possessions, Right. right. which is just the opposite Of what we came from, right? It's title, it's possessions, it's where do you live, it's all of that. So once you understand that their value system is opposite, and in my opinion, better. Yeah. Than oh, yeah. Ours. Yeah. yeah. You you can make allowances for people not showing up. Yeah. Something more important to do than come and fix your toilet.
0: It's clearly it, it's the culture. Like many countries outside the United States, it and it's it comes, it stems from respect, right? You respect people, but it, but it's also the way communications are viewed, right? In the US, depending on, of course, every organization is different, but you always hear heads are gonna roll. All you have to do is send me an email to say your presentation wasn't ready. Right. And heads do roll. <laughs> um, but but the culture is so different outside that you appreciate that and really, really realize much later in life, unfortunately, that respect is that important. And that's what it boils down to. And it, and it is you realize- you're absolutely right. And another
2: part of this Mexican culture down here, too, that I've learned to appreciate, make a lot of excuses for because is that they never want to give you bad news. Now, that translates into things like, I'm going to be late. That's giving you uh, bad news right that's now. giving you bad That yeah. translates into things like giving you bad directions because they don't want to say, I don't know.
1: <laughs> that's you. Oh, we,
2: that happens here all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're the one giving. Uh,
2: and especially <laughs> if they don't drive, right? They're on foot. I mean, they don't necessarily know that you can't turn right at that street down there because it's a one-way street going the other way. So when you understand that they really want to make you happy in the moment, yeah, they're not as concerned about tomorrow for their own lives or your life as they are the current moment. So living in the moment is... A wonderful lesson that I have learned down here. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> you know, you just reminded me, we have a gardener who we love. And um, oh, yeah. we always say, well, when do you think you'll get here? Or just just so we can be around when you ring the bell. Mm-hmm. And he'll say, oh, I'll be there in uh, in two weeks. And so we put it on the calendar, approximately two weeks. You know, Carmine's going to show. He's just, I mean, he's wonderful. And and then two weeks goes by, then it's two more weeks. Well, out of the blue yesterday, the doorbell rang and I thought, Oh, another Amazon package. That's fine. You know, I know the door guy, the the, the mail guy is going to leave it in the right place. I run down just in case. And who do you think it is? It's Carmine. (laughs) And, and, And we're like, Okay, it's uh, January. Is this not a good time to plant those plants that I set aside like three months ago? <laughs> it's not too good, right? He's for such the... a nice guy. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. I digress.
1: Yeah, I have a question. One of our previous guests said he didn't move to Lake Chapala area because he, he thought the lake was heavily polluted.
0: Yeah, he had
2: a research done and found yeah. a
1: report. Yeah, many what, reports. What, what do you say about that?
2: Okay, um, <laughs> that's another one of those two answer questions. The lake at one time was heavily polluted. I don't think it is as polluted now. The lake at one time had shrunk so much that it was literally a mile away from the shore that you had to drive out to get to the lake. Oh That's goodness. not true anymore either. It's huh. it's up higher. I've had I've listened to and and seen a speaker come to Open Circle which is which is a whole different subject that spoke, he's an engineer, and he speaks about the lake. And he actually brings a cup of lake water up on stage with him. And he puts it through some sand, and then he drinks it. <laughs> and he said, I love it. We test this. And but when you do research on the lake, in fact, I just did it the other day, I, I put in Lake Chapala, I put in Heat too. 1,420,000 sites that have that in it but some of them are so old you 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 don't know whether the the stuff you're reading is eight years old or 20 years old or whatever and people's opinions are based a lot on what they read a long time ago and they're not necessarily current i don't i won't go i don't swim anyway but i wouldn't swim in the lake but there are fishermen out there you know waist high in the lake but it's not it doesn't look polluted it looks beautiful
1: yeah, it does look Absolutely, yeah, a
2: beautiful yeah, lake. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, the photos we've seen look gorgeous. So. Yeah.
1: Okay. But is, is that where the water comes from?
2: No, most of the water here comes from wells.
1: Okay. Oh,
2: okay, good to know. Now, in Guadalajara, they get a lot of water from our lake, but our water comes from wells.
0: So, Blue, we've had you on for a while. Uh, we don't want to keep you on all day, but what questions do you think we've missed or what would you like to highlight for our listeners? Or is that a yeah. two-part? I should have done that in one part. <laughs> but I'll let that to you.
2: <laughs> I think that I think it is important to do research. And there are so many uh, blogs out there now, like in this one point, almost 1.5 million places where people are sharing their experiences in their lives, being able to read through those. And a lot of people will answer questions, too, you know, from their from their blogs. Yep. Under, OK, one one of the things I think is, is for me, it was, was I needed to ask the question, am I running away from something? Or am I running to something? Mm. Because if you're running away from something, you're probably going to bring it down Mm -hmm. here with you.
0: Yeah. Mentally. Good point. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: So I I think that's a really important question to ask. Another important question is when you're leaving family and grandkids and all of that is Skype and Facebook. And are, are these things going to be enough for you? That's, that's a big reason people do go back is, is for family and health is another reason that people go back because they have insurance up there that they feel will take better care of them.
1: What did your children think about you going there?
2: Oh God, they hated it. They, they thought, I you know, I, they thought the crime, I, I, it was going to be dangerous and that I was going to be leaving them. I mean. In fact, that that push me, pull you was was so bad on on me wanting to get away from the 80 hour work weeks and not being able to afford to do that in California. So that left this as an option. And that push me, pull you was so hard for me that I finally said, I'm just going to throw this out to the universe. And I said, I'm going to put my house on the market. If it sells, I'll go. If it doesn't sell, I'll stay. Oh wow! And I had an unconditional offer in two weeks, and they wanted to move in in two months, and I was like, "Now what have I done?" <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, I've been I'd been down here for two hours. Actually, I've been <laughs> to Guadalajara, but I'd been here for two hours, so I thought I better go back down again and see if this is really something that I want to do. So I came down for a couple of weeks. To experience it more closely. That was when I decided that yes, this is this is a community and environment and a lifestyle that I want to live in.
0: And and over yeah. the years, have your children feelings changed?
2: Um, yes, I think they have, because they know I'm really happy down here. And we do we do Skype regularly. And I went up in August. I've been up. A couple of times, they've been down a couple of times. My son says, I just don't know what you see about this place, Um, (laughs) but my daughter loved it. I have a friend that was my best friend for years and years and years, and she was really upset and she, she refused to come down for the first couple of years because I think she was like in her way, punishing me. Oh my goodness. Then she finally did come down and we had wonderful times together down here. And she understood, I think then why it made me happy to be Mm -hmm. here, could be happy for me.
0: Yeah. I'm so glad you just shared that. That was so great. So many people experienced that. And and I feel like you just allowed us to let go of that. And
2: the, the crime is not an issue, really. I mean, the, the U.S. newspapers make such a big deal about it. It's like we have one murder here and it's all over the papers. <laughs> and, and yet people walk into McDonald's and shoot people and into schools and shoot <laughs> yeah. people. And you have much more horrible crime up there as far I as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't tell everybody, don't come to the United States because you could get shot. Right, right, right. (laughs) But, But they do tell them not to come to Mexico for that reason. And unless you're involved with drugs. Right, right. The you know, I, yep. You're doing something you shouldn't be doing.
1: Right, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right.
2: Mm-hmm. Perfectly Absolutely. safe down here. Yeah. I mean, walking alone at night, I don't feel at all threatened.
0: Okay. That's key, especially oh, for wow. the women who are always asking, you know, such similar questions. Um, yeah. We definitely want to get that out there. I, look, I, I tell people don't come to Brooklyn. If you're <laughs> afraid of, you know, <laughs> automatic rifles. No, just kidding. but. No. <laughs>
1: And we feel really safe here, but there's, you know, there's crime. Yeah. There's crime yeah, every there's day. There's
0: crime everywhere. There's crime everywhere. And it isn't just focused on certain things, but people love to report the negatives, right? Yeah. right. And it just, cause it makes news. I mean, I'm, I'm sick of listening to news. So I just kind of turn off and, and on Twitter and Instagram, I, I only follow kind of what I call happy news. Uh, there may be negative news there, but it's more for my information. You know, it serves my psyche needs. So, so there you go. Okay. I,
1: I just have two more questions before we let okay. you go. we well, well, you
0: interrupted her by the way oh, she sorry. was on a roll about oh, what questions finished? we may have
2: missed oh sorry <laughs> oh, I, I don't know you did send but let me let me see what i put down when you asked me that oh, oh and i may have said this earlier too this is definitely not for everyone okay so um try it try it for three months before you make a big decision that i am moving right 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 it's a huge yep Endeavor.
1: Is it easy to rent the place for three months? They rent it for three months.
2: Again, that depends. If you're trying to rent during high season, which is the winter, or where all the snowbirds are coming down, then they like to rent those place their places for six months. They like uh, to have it rented for six months. So it's a little harder to find to find it for three months. I mean, there's certainly um, there are a lot of Airbnbs down here, too, which are more more flexible than the BnBs. Mm-hmm. and bs And I guess it depends. I mean, are you coming down with two dogs? Are you coming down with,
1: sure, sure. you know,
2: whether it's easy to rent or not? Again, talking around, looking at the we've got several rental agencies down here that'll help. Ask for help. Help is is re- people are really willing to help new people down here mm-hmm. uh, both the Mexicans and the the gringos mm-hmm. and the Lake Chapala society i mean it's <laughs> it's a wonderful ease in if you decide to come down for a while to to get help to find a place to rent to to get a doctor's recommendation to get a vet for your dog to get I couldn't get my rhubarb but you can get
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay all right you're gonna have to grow your own I'm sure you can grow it It won't grow down here because we
2: don't have uh frost you need to have cold weather Ah.
1: She's rubbing in again. No frost. No. Uh, okay. two, Gene, two, quick, two quick questions. I love cobblestone streets and you have a lot of them. And I, is that a positive or a negative, you think?
2: Yes. <laughs> I love to look at them, too. And I love to hear the horses. We still have horses go clippity-clop oh, wow. along the cobblestone streets. I love that. But to walk on them, there's it's easy to fall and that's that makes it dangerous and so i always tell people stop before you look into windows don't try and look into windows while you're walking you need to be looking down where your feet are going to take the next step it's just too easy to trip on the cobblestones and especially for older people too who may have some balance issues or or whatever else i mean and it's obviously very difficult for anybody that's handicapped that has a wheelchair Mm. or this is a difficult place to be for that right but but they're beautiful and you know you mentioned earlier the colors that we have down here you 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 didn't mention the flowers that are in color all year round too but the murals on the buildings and Mm -hmm. it's just when I came down my first house I painted it kind of beige because that was what I was used to now No, nothing. I like the bright colors. I mean, you get used to the bright colors and you want to live with them and you buy art that's full of bright colors and you paint your home bright colors and it's really delightful.
1: So you have have the beautiful artwork in the streets, you have the beautiful color of the flowers. I also heard birds are are incredibly beautiful around the lake, right?
2: Absolutely. We even have parrots.
1: Wow. Really? Wild (laughs) parrots.
2: Yeah. I have friends that belong to um, a bird watching group of people. So they do a lot of that. And he's a photographer, too. So he does a lot of bird photography and they they could answer that question a whole lot better than I can. <laughs> but just yesterday, we were down at the Lake Chapala Society and walking outside and over us flew two parrots. Oh, wow. You could see their That's nests nice. up in the trees, these humongous nests.
0: Wow.
2: So, Yeah.
1: Yeah, see, that's yeah. how I want to live, Go. I want to see nature.
0: Yeah, I want to mm. see nature, too. Okay, so I'm not I'm not against that, Gene.
2: Not and, at all.
1: And, okay. and lastly, I know there are two seasons in this There's a dry season and the rainy season. Are there a lot of mosquitoes in the rainy season?
2: It depends on where you live. If you're down by the lake, you get a lot of mosquitoes. I don't. I'm up on the mountains, on the mountainside. Ah. I don't. Sometimes I will have one horrible mosquito that dive bombs me at night. <laughs> 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 oh
1: god.
2: Yeah, yeah. But no, it's it's unusual for me to get mosquitoes. We have a lot of what you call no-seems which oh, are I tiny. Yes. Tiny, tiny, tiny little bugs and they don't bite. But you better keep your mouth closed if you're walking through any of them because otherwise <laughs> it'll be in your mouth. Um, you know, they're called no see them because you can't see them. That's what yeah, the you can only see them in certain lights and against certain, you know, because, yeah. I mean, and, and there'll be a thousand of them at one time. No, well, okay. Mosquitoes are bad. But the rainy season is, most of us that live down here, we will say the rainy season is by far the nicest season, the best season. Really? Everything turns emerald-oz green, as you mentioned earlier. And it rains typically mm, from six to eight o'clock at night. And so I like to sit at an outside restaurant that's covered but that you you know no walls and so you can see the the thunder and the lightning and the rainstorms and then during the day it's sunny wow so everything turns green it's fresh it's clean air as long as you do your or errands and and stuff in the morning it's beautiful i I love it and i don't like the hot the hot season because things turn brown the mountains Mm -hmm. turn brown I don't like to be hot. I, mean, I guess that's a personal preference. But I think if you ask 10 people down here what season they like the best, nine of them would say the rainy season.
1: So I, I just want to say you've been great. And I just want to remind people, you're an author. Your name is Karen Blue. You had two books. The first was Midlife Maverick, Women Reinventing Their Lives in Mexico. And that's where you interview a number of women about living in Mexico. And the second one is Baby Boomers, Reinvent Your Retirement in Mexico.
0: Okay, nice, nice. And on that note, thank you, Blue, so much. It's been so nice to meet you. And to it's, chat with you.
2: Likewise. It's been wonderful too. And I I hope that you got the kind of information you needed. I'm there's I'm sure that people have hundreds of questions, but you're right. Online they can do research and Thousands of sites and get a whole lot of information before they come down. I didn't have that option because yeah. there was nothing on the internet when I moved down. Right, right, right. So it was just take a leap. Yeah, right? exactly. Jump in and find out what it's like when you get there.
0: Yeah, and thank goodness it all <laughs> oh. worked out.
1: Yeah.
2: Okay, great. Stay in touch. Nice to meet you both. Thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you. Take care. You're welcome. Bye bye. Good day. You too. Bye bye.
0: We hope you've enjoyed this episode. i